This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio. And we're back in the studio, so welcome. It's Monday. It's a show between 2 to 4. I'm Jackie Groundsell. This is 1230 TWC, the business beat. I run a network for business women, and boy, have we got an action-packed show for you today. Not least because in amongst my hot stuff menopause gang, Fiona Catchpole is going to be able to join us, which uh, was very last-minute addition for us today so lots of information for you today the next piece of music coming up is called take back your freedom and i'm playing it today in memory of a dear friend who i met just before the pandemic started his name was brian dunham and he was a main instigator in the big music world around about that time and was working with the big names like Elton John, Mark Bolan, Ringo Starr. So you get the sort of level he was working at. Now, sadly, uh, Brian died very suddenly um, recently, very unexpectedly, um, a shock to everybody. I got to know him because I was doing some work with U3A Croydon to help their ladies who were uh, single ladies who were members who were perhaps in danger of becoming isolated and they needed some help in knowing how to use Zoom. Um, it predominantly was ladies but towards the end of a period of time Brian surfaced because he needed a bit of help with his IT. Um, he was a big supporter of the Mark Bolan film and music uh, school in Sierra Leone. He was on the board of directors and through him I met uh, Jed who you're going to hear in a moment with his band the um, Tranquilizers. That's interesting isn't it? Great name that. Um, Jed is a, is a, a tribute artist for Mark Bolan and I got to know him, as I say, through Brian and various other people there. So it was extremely sad news to find that we'd lost Brian because he was a very good friend of mine for since the beginning of the pandemic. But with Jed, I know for a long, long time, and he worked very hard to help raise funds for the Mark Bolan School based over in Sierra Leone, which is run by... Um, Gloria Jones, a singer in her own right, prior to the serious ac car accident that actually killed Mark Bolan. So I'm going to play this piece of music. Brian, if you're listening, enjoy. Freedom now We all stand together 
TWC Business Beat Radio Mondays 2 till 4 p.m. UK time Tips, inspiration, fun, tunes For and from business women On all the socials www.1230.co.uk At Love to Beat Radio And we're back in the studio now And I've got a shout out for my local IT techie guy Sam is uh, has a business in Penge High Street, almost opposite the studio here in South East London, and he came to my rescue once again today with technical issues. So if um, you need any help and you can get to Penge, South East London, SE20, do look out for tech support on the high street near the jewellers Solitaire with Darren, um, and he will help you, I can guarantee my laptop and my pc absolutely flies thanks to him and just get in touch he's not only uh, a pc whiz but he's also an apple mac whiz as well now very early on i have got one of my guests is here already i think unless she's still making her tea let's see Pam's here, but we'll leave her for a moment. She might still be making her tea. So I'll update you with a bit of news. Um, 
we've got this week on Wednesday is 12.30 the Women's Company Bromley meeting which is held in the Keckit Kitchens just not too far just a minute's walk away from the old cinema in Bromley Bromley North um, and we've got Jenny Hallam and as she told us in one of our interviews on the radio a few weeks ago that's Jenny with an I so J-E-N-N-I Hallam H-A-L-L-A-M she is running a workshop prior to the meeting so the workshop starts at half past 11 for, to help you create your vision boards um, and that workshop is free for anybody who's coming to the meeting so the meeting starts at 12.30 you'll find all the details on our website which is all the W's and 1230.co.uk so we've been having a bit of problem with our website lately it's decided to go slow on us but I've had the techie guys working on it not Sam because that's a different world ball game altogether but SiteGround who we host with and Securi who are our um, security people they've been twiddling bits and pieces in there and I think um, what I've found is a lot faster and feedback from people have said yes it's a lot faster so let me know have a look at as I say all the w's 1230.co.uk and the host for that particular Bromley group is Peggy McSween who is a photographer but she's not just any photographer she is a marketing and branding photographer so if you're at loss to know quite how to portray your um, self but also your brand and need some help in getting your brand right then have a word with Peggy and she will help you she's at the Bromley meeting in two days time just two days 48 hours so how have you all been busy 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 what about this hazy weather it's sun shining now as you know this program is courtesy of love to beat radio that's l-o-v-e d-a-b-e-a-t radio based here in london southeast london in penge um i feel slightly i feel very at home actually in penge because i was brought up in maple road Penge from the age of about 18 months I think till I first married when I was 24 so Penge is sort of my second home if you like and they've got lots of great shops so if you don't know the area do come to Penge we're based in the high street with 24 7 music for you on the internet and as I say that's love to beat radio and if you want to come back on this particular show or you haven't got time to stay with it all the time, you'll find that we've got podcasts now. How exciting is that? 12.30 has podcasts for our radio. So you can catch up, listen to yourselves. My guests can listen back to the show. Um, and you'll find that again up on the main naviga navigation bar for www.1230.co.uk. Um, and you'll find it says, guess what, podcast, not podcast, podcast. So, um, and then the other dates, or two dates in particular, you need to hang on to, three dates actually. So every Monday, every Monday, two to four, I'm here with some amazing 
fascinating guests. Sometimes we have a bit of a theme like today. So we've got our hot stuff, menopausal, what I like to call my menopausal gang, who are specialists all about the menopause, but in very different ways, in very different personalities. Um, and I will introduce you to them in a moment. So sometimes there is a theme, otherwise it tends to be the synergy going on there and so you know, people will find actually at the end of the show that there's often lots of collaboration going on there which, um, which there have been with my menopause ladies. So there's a whole wide world out there who actually are waking up to the fact that the menopause is a real thing and women of a certain age are not the only ones who have to manage this situation. It affects us all, not only women, but the men around us, etc, etc. And I know that one of the presenters on Love to Beat Radio said, is Jackie really going to be talking about the menopause? Well, no, I'm not too much. I've got my specialist to do that for me. Hey, Elsa, are you there? Wait a minute, helps if I turn you on, doesn't it? Are you there? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, all my guests are here, so Elsa, hi. Hello, sorry, we were chatting away, Jackie. <laughs> Which is fab. <laughs> so you were networking. <laughs> you were networking, yes, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, just didn't hear you quite say my name. How are you? Yeah, no, good, thank you very much. Very good. So good. it's. Uh, it's great to have all four of you here. So I've got Elsa, Elsa Petchley, Fiona Catchpole, Pam Ford, and I've forgotten where I am now. Who have I missed? Uh, Adele, of course. Adele Martin. <laughs> I should have you all. I have actually got you all listed here, but thrown totally by Fiona saying to me about 10 minutes ago, I'm here. So that's good. So I'm so glad that you could all make it. Um, Ailsa, tell me, why was that your choice of music today? Oh, was that Pink that you played just then? Yes. Oh, it's just one of my all-time favourites. Um, it's Try. It's like, you know, I think every time I sort of like have a little bit of a, a dip and I think, oh, can I be bothered? I just stick that on and I go, come on then, let's get going. Have a go. <laughs> it's nice. I was, I was swaying away here and doing a bit of a bit of a hop. So, um, thank you for that. That was really good. Um, okay. So, just let's have a little bit of an introduction then um, on with all of you. And thank you all so much for being here today and taking time out. Um, and also, if you'd like to tell us a little bit about you and where people can find you, and then we'll go move on to um, Adele next, please. Okay. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Elsa Petchy. I'm from Menopause Collective. Um, I've been a, a health and fitness instructor for, gosh, sadly, over 30 years now. And I've been focusing on working with women uh, go through menopause for the past five years specifically. And we've got lots of um, programs and we're going to be doing some very exciting retreats coming up in 2023, which I'd love to tell you about a bit later on. Um, but yes, it's really, really helping to support and empower women going through menopause. And going through midlife and beyond really and just sort of like hopefully managing our hormones finding some balance and uh yes just trying to get on top of just normal day-to-day -day life really <laughs> yeah yeah indeed indeed and i think i think today's world for whatever reason we are able to talk about these things aren't we which, uh, uh, which yeah. not so long ago i don't think we were adele how are you involved in all this please introduce yourself and tell us a bit about you 
Yeah, okay. So I'm Adele Martin and I'm an accredited menopause coach and just oh, a week and a half ago, I'm now a professional bodybuilder. Uh, over 45 world championship and my focus really is on working with business women to help them build a strong body i can just tell you now building muscle is a game changer for menopause and i've been doing this for over 12 years working um, with women and i do that within my club and my virtual gym and yeah so for me and the reason why is I still I looked at this stat last night and when women ask me why I do what I do, um thirty two percent of women are still selling their businesses to menopause because of menopause becomes too much. I had a massive event with the FSB two weeks ago and there was women turning up in tears. Honestly, we can never talk enough about this. Every time I think I'm boring myself, you know, because sometimes you do, um, more women come out and you know what, that's why I help women build muscle so they can run their business and have a strong body. So that's mm. what I do. Fantastic and fantastic and congratulations on your um, <laughs> accreditation of it. And I think today, apart from our regular listeners, we've probably got a few more on the way because I went, uh, well, I'm hoping we've got a few more on the way, but particularly <laughs> I went to an event in uh, SIGCUP a couple of weeks ago, which I mentioned on the show, and there must have been five ladies that I spoke to individually whilst we were talking were waving their hands because they were hot and having a hot flush. Um, and I told them to listen in today so and to, to catch up with you guys. So thank you, Adele, for that, and thank you, Elsa. And Fiona, catch bowl, would you like to tell us about you and how people can find you? Hello. Hi. Yeah. I'm Kate Chatwell. I'm based in Sandwood, Manchester, and I've created businesses in so that those who wish to learn more about mental health and menopause and support others can do so. So if you're a holistic practitioner, uh, somebody uh, who works with women, people who menstruate, wants to kind of have a little bit more information, so you can have to go and support them. Um, that's what we provide at the medical school. Excellent. Fiona, have you got a radio on in your room where you are? No, no. I'm on the end. All right then, darling. No, you just sounded a bit pingy, and I wondered if it was because you had a radio in there, but maybe not. Okay, thank you very much for that. And last but not least, Pam Ford, who is joining us in a sli slightly different capacity. Um, so if you'd like to explain that, Pam, <laughs> and introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Pam Ford, joining in a very different capacity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in East London at the moment, in E18, which is where I live, but I am 61 and I've been suffering with the menopause for nearly 10 years, Ooh. and I'm a stand-up comedian, and so I put these sort of things in my act, because true life is the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my mum warned me, she said, oh, Pam, don't take the HRT because we've got that strange blood that clots easily and you'll get DVDs on your legs. <laughs> and I said, I said, what, Michael Brunley, Shirley Bassey's? And she said, DVDs, and she meant DVT, didn't she? <laughs> so I put all these menopause um, things into my set and um, when I shout out to the audience, is anybody here suffering the menopause? I had men shouting out, yes! So I also work three days a week, uh, part-time in a uh, care home, 
I'm an activity coordinator and it really annoys me with some of my 80, 90, 100 year olds and I say, oh, I'm having a hot flush, I've got the menopause and they say things like, oh, I didn't feel a thing when I went through the change. I want to drop them, you know. But anyway, that's me and I'll speak to you all later. Yes, you can see why I said she's Pam's in a different, slightly different capacity to the rest of my my ladies here. Not to say that they haven't got senses of sense of humour either. So as well, rather I should say. So uh, yeah, thank you, Pam. We're looking forward to your um, contributions on a personal level and what you've actually experienced in talking to people as well. And of course, I know Adele. Um, Elsa and Fiona, you, you talk to people anyway, but obviously it's um, in a different capacity. So, just so I can keep my head straight to some degree, can we go back and keep you in some sort of order? But please feel free to ask questions and contribute to the conversation as well. But just at the moment, to go back to you, Elsa. Now, you, you threw when we were talking or at least when you sent me a message you you threw a really long few words in there which i really struggled to get my head around jennifer urinary yeah that's the one <laughs> <laughs> tell me yeah. about that tell please yeah. tell our listeners about that <laughs> well it's probably a subject um i don't know if it's fiona and Pam, you'll enjoy this one for some of the things that you'll be able to tell in your in your um, shows. But uh, genitourinary syndrome um, in menopause is something that's um, is actually not very it's not talked about enough. Actually, um, eighty percent of women in postmenopause suffer with it. Um, a third of women uh, deal with it for about three years before they even go and speak to a doctor and literally you know half again go to the doctor and actually get this looked at and it's basically it's dryness which is caused by the lack of estrogen in our bodies and the depletion of estrogen in our bodies and what happens is it affects obviously our vaginas it affects um, our sort of like vulva urinary sort of health as well and so I just thought if we actually raise that especially because we've got sort of there's there's quite a few of us on here today um, but there's a lot of women who suffer in silence really on something that can be very well treated and is not something that you need to actually suffer with so it can be sort of like it can be so from the vaginal side of things it can be vaginal dryness it can be pain during um, intercourse um, a lot of women lose their libido but it's very much the, the thinning of the sort of like the lining of the vagina um, and it can be very very painful for some for some women and then obviously because the urinary tract is very close to um, and the bladder is very close to where um, the vagina is it also has an effect on that so they've combined the genitals and urinary together to for the syndrome and um, it can cause things like you know incontinence it can cause um, you know almost like an, a frequency increase in terms of needing to go that urgency of needing go, to go for a wee um, but you can actually find that the vulval area can be very very painful and very tender so you know wearing jeans can be very uncomfortable sitting can be very uncomfortable you know basic things can be really uncomfortable and a lot of women just think oh it's just something I just need to deal with and it, it isn't so um, I just thought I'd put that long word in but also um, I thought it was quite a good topic to bring up because it is something that's not really discussed very openly really Thank you for explaining that and also for saying it. Um, and 
what I was going to say was, or question to actually ask you is, how would you suggest, and I'm going to ask all of my guests, what their personal experiences are, not necessarily for themselves, but for other women that they're talking to who have explained this. So you've put it in there as in the mix, Ailsa, but how are you advising your clients to manage this situation? Well, I, I sort of like tend to sort of I bring up I bring up all sorts of different conversations and topics for people to chat about. Some people are very sort of shy or, or actually just um, have sort of like been brought up in a scenario where they don't really like talking about that sort of thing, but they like to hear about it. They like to pick up tips and things. Yeah. The important thing is, is if you go to a GP. Um, there are there's very easy things that you can do. You can either go for like an estrogen based cream or pessary um, that you can or a ring that you can actually have that you you can actually use uh, within the vagina, which actually really really helps with all of those conditions. Um, it takes a few weeks for it to sort of really kick in. Uh, you know, it can take a little. And everybody's different, so you know, it can take up to six to twelve weeks sometimes, but it can be quicker than that. Um, to actually work, but it definitely helps ease a lot of the, the symptoms. And I think I think the libido has been talked about a lot more by um, by women now. I think you know Davina McCall and uh, other sort of like celebrities are bringing that up, which I think is brilliant. Um, but it's not just about libido, and it's not just about pain during sex. It, it actually has such a sort of a, a big range of effects for women, and it can really it's like you can lose confidence with it. So. I tend to want to openly talk about it so that people know that you know you can get something for it. And I do know that quite a few, I mean, Pam, you mentioned that you work with the elderly. You know, a lot of women, I know quite a few women who are in their 70s and 80s have actually said to me that they've had to go for a checkup down below, they're called, you know, down below, and um, were almost like flabbergasted that they were told that their, so the tissue on the inside of the vagina should be nice pink and plump. But it goes very thin and white, and can be cracked. It can be very, very dry, and um, and so they were sort of like told by the doctors, you know, that um, that you know it wasn't looking as pinky as uh, as it should do, and they thought that was hysterical. But that they also thought it was hysterical that they could actually have something that they had to just put a cream on and it would work. And and I thought, well, gosh, you know. I don't remember anybody in any of my you know, fitness, health or well-being training ever really talking about those parts of your body that can actually you know, need that little bit of extra support. Um, I talk to a doctor regularly, uh, um, Dr. Karen Seinberg, and she's raised this and talked about it really openly with me. And so I think it's given me more confidence as well to talk to others about it because I sort of like know that there are ways that I can direct to help themselves and I think that's the most important thing empowering women to know that they're doing this yeah no thank you for that and Adele I can I can I can't actually see you because my screen has lost you all visually in that sense but I can s feel you going I want to say something and I think you'll all want to say something on this but I've picked on you particularly Adele because of the muscle um and fitness in that way. Um, yeah, would you like to throw in your, your thoughts on mm. this, please? Absolutely. So within my club, I've got oh, over 120 women in there now, and we, we talk about this, and we've created an, an after-hours section of our club, because not, not every woman is ready to face into it. So you're absolutely right. We, we talk a lot around just having that conversation, 
I'm going to let you just see, but we call it Frank. So we have a frank conversation about Frank, and it's because one of my clients, sadly, when she came to work with me, yes, it was to build muscle, but do you know what her biggest objective was? To wear a pair of skinny jeans again. Oh, really? Because she was struggling so much. So so we, we have a frank conversation about Frank, because she said sometimes you can imagine the comedian Frank being quite dry, so that's why we called it Frank. <laughs> and, uh, and it was the best way of us to sort of to describe it, and then we have that after hours. And yet I talk about things, but honestly, I talk about hydration, and this is really coming from my sports and nutrition background. We don't always drink enough water that we should because of all the stuff we're going through and hydration in there and also muscles and pelvic floor because trust me when you are doing a good heavy shoulder press you pull the most interesting faces and you squeeze everything so from my point of view I talk a lot around around posture and that isn't just strength training it's also unfortunately a lot of us are sitting down a lot more and doing things on the laptop so therefore if your posture is not sitting there your pelvic floor just drops as well so if you don't use it you're going to lose it and then that's what we talk about and then in the after hours we also talk about you know things about the relationships and and how we can do that but you're absolutely right i've been in this in this industry for 12 years i can honestly say it's probably the only last six months that we as a girl as a group of girls that have had that conversation and i brought in experts into my club to get frank sorted the best way we have a frank conversation about frank <laughs> Thank you. Well, and also, no, yeah, and also, just just to build on that briefly, and it builds into relationships because a lot of my women at my age, they're sort of in new relationships, and that can be really quite challenging when you meet somebody new. So again, it, the conversation builds wider than that, or the relationship you know, with partners, etc. So it's it's quite a wider debate than cream and and having a conversation you know it's one of those that spirals out of control but yeah what we have some good chats about it <laughs> I can, I can, I'm going to go to we're going to stay with you Adele for a moment but um, I know that um, Fiona will have some things to say but I can also see Pam I can't really but I can see Pam writing all this down because she's got this man Frank already ready to go in her sketches now so <laughs> so Adele how did you get involved in this um, and particularly what drew you towards the, the actual strength training to help so, unfortunately, 12 years ago, I was in uh, an amazing job, an amazing career, everything was going really well. It was just always in the financial crisis, the one um, a few years ago, plus there was just stuff going on at home. And you know what? Just one thing after another became too much. And although I could cope with anything, because that's what I built my career on, I just sort of couldn't put up with anything. And in the end, I had like a, literally a breakdown in the boardroom, and the doctor said it was anxiety and depression, and, and gave me a load of uh, depression and anxiety stuff 12 years ago. I said, no, no way, I'm not doing that. That's not what it's about. So I took a six month sabbatical and worked out with a different GP that I was gone through menopause. And then I said, okay, okay, so what does that mean? And Fiona, because I say this all the time, I've got the nice guidelines, they weren't very nice, and I was told to leave my career and get a job that's less stressful, and I said, no way. So, and, and that is how, how I got into it, and started to build solutions. And then that's when I realized that, gosh, to get through this process, and it is a process, you need to build a strong body, and that's why I got focused on building my strength training, and um, trying to encourage women there's there's a there's 
you can't yoga your way out of it, you can't run your way out of it, you can't bury your head in the sand either. So for me, it was explaining to women why you need, I call them the four S's of my training program and just have more of that approach. So the reason why I just like to get back to work, and then when I finally got back to work with the strength, I realised I wasn't the only one, and 51% of women take time out of their career or business, but staggering, 32% of women are still leaving their careers, and I just think it's it, it's not good enough. It's only one in three women that are entrepreneurs as it is, and there's not enough women in the boardrooms, and you get to 40 like I did, and they go, bye, you're over the hill now. I'm like, nah, you don't tell me no. And, and that's what happened. And that's pretty much in a nutshell why I now built the resilience system and now I package it in my club and I put women through their paces. Don't worry, I won't take all my clients to step on stage, but um, it's just encouraging women to pick up the dumbbells and just focus on building that strength. Brilliant. Well, thank you for that. And it's really it's really inspiring and exciting, I think, to listen to all your stories as well. Um, as you ladies might remember, at three o'clock, we have the adverts kick in. So when that happens, feel free to take, um, take a little comfort break um, and dash off to the loo if you need to, make your tea, whatever, whatever. So that'll be at three o'clock for approximately five minutes. But before we do that... Fiona with Adele talking about the muscle strength and everything. I have this vision of a photograph that you might have put out on Facebook or maybe you sent to me privately. I don't think so somehow. <laughs> of you climbing a rope or twisting a rope. <laughs> Pan's face is like battles. Yes. Um, I do like, don't realise I needed to do some strength training. I've read about this thing called strength training. Didn't really know what it was back then, like six years ago. Didn't get quite to, to the level that Adele has, but doing like that that hicks part where you kick the big wall of perimenopause and you're going, what the am I supposed to do now? And you're like looking into everything. This was straight train kept popping up, and um, I was at a business networking with everybody in the Jackie knows very well yeah. in Spain. And the girls that next to me did um, aerial fitness as a, as a part time thing. And I was 94 kilos at that point, which I don't know if it was in the please. I don't know, something that I, I don't know. <laughs> and um, I said, well, she said she could teach anybody um, how to do it. And I said, oh, I bet you couldn't teach me. And uh, but she did. And six months later, not that the weight was a significant part, but for me at that point, it was a benchmark of measuring how my strength and my body is changing. Um, yeah, I got down to like 88 kilos and then dropped another kind of like five or more. And that has stayed off then with the strength that I learned. And I ended up being on stage in the October. So I started in the March. And in the October, I was on stage for business networking in Dublin uh, for the Women's Inspire Network. And um, part of it was about self-care. Whilst I was talking about Facebook and my digital marketing, so I thought to myself, right, I'm going to make it back, set myself the challenge that so I could put those photos of me doing every sorts, um, like sex solos, on the screen, and I did. So, yeah, so strength training and my symptoms reduced and so many other things snowballed as a result of learning what my body could do if I learned how to approach it from the, the right perspective, physically and mentally and nutritionally and sleep. And actually that's one of the common things that I think Adele and I first noticed that we had is when we started talking about like my uh, experiences of strength training at that point of perimenopause and how much it changed uh, my life in particular. So. It's amazing, isn't it? Because as, as, as I'm sure you all know, 
um, my days of menopause, it wasn't even when perimenopause started surfacing, I was going, well, what's that? Because I never had that. Nobody ever told me about that. And I was of the generation, as, as I'm sure you all might remember, where um, my doctor said to me, well, I really don't want you to go on HRT. And I said, that's fine. I'm quite happy with that. Um, so I didn't. And fortunately, I didn't suffer the um, some of the symptoms that women actually get. Um, if I put my foot out of the bed at night, I was sort of okay. And periodically, I would be very hot, etc., etc. So I was, in many ways, I mean, I've got, got quite a reasonable diet. And I think that helped. And I do take supplements as a matter of course for a variety of things. And I think they actually did help. Um, so going back to the uh, my days of uh, doctor not putting me through HRT I was quite happy to go along with that there had been the report I remember Fiona telling us about this report you've got three minutes to tell us about this report Fiona before we go into adverts quick which bit sorry I can't hear that oh um I was absolutely staggered when Fiona showed me all the estrogen and etc etc that um we lose or gain or whatever all the sort of hormones during that period of time because my generation hadn't been made aware of all these amazing yeah. statistics but Fiona had these wonderful charts that showed all this um, and I think we'll probably what we will do is come back to it after the adverts kicking because I think it deserves more credit than me actually rushing you through it so very quickly though ladies tell me where do people find you um, Elsa. Oh, um, <laughs> they find us at menopause.collective on Instagram and on Facebook and menopausecollective.com on the website. Excellent. Adele? So for me, on my website, it's executivemidlife.coach. Uh, that's where you find me. But if you want to look at my, my pictures for my show, then the best place is Instagram, which is menopause.strengths.coach. Excellent. Thank you. Fiona? Uh, we have the Manipal School pretty much everywhere. So just look for either the Manipal School or Manipal School and you'll find us. Okay. Pam? Um, I'm pamford.co.uk. I'll find my page on Facebook, Pam Ford Comedian, and give it a like because when my numbers go up, the kids get cheesed off with me. I'm <laughs> 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 well, glad you could drag yourself away from night to the next sketch that you're going to be delivering on about Frank. Not flag flag. Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> okay. This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio. So we've got Adele. To me, the resilience system and getting women to really focus on their body and it's all about feeling stronger is, is the program, is, is is you know it's what the women do but what, what we realize is especially as business women and even myself it's really isolating when you work on your own let alone when you want to talk some business or talk about frank and, and menopause so actually what i really enjoyed is creating that community 
and for me it's stronger together so for me it's right okay so we need a community what can i do so i worked with another amazing woman i met networking and built the platform which is pretty much what i spent the last two years doing is building an app software um, and taking everything and I, I didn't want a facebook group don't get me wrong there's a place for it but when you're a businesswoman and you want to connect in a facebook group you've got notifications and everything else and if you want a frank conversation about the bank it's better to do it off platform so that's what i did is created this community and what i'm really excited about we've got some critical mass down here in kent and i'm having my first in-person one um in january and then my vision because i've got some clients in spain and i've got some clients in the us is my vision is to have an on the ground menopause club um across the world but supported with this global community because i can't i can't share the knowledge on my own it's going to be a collective and i think sometimes when you're trying to do what we're doing it can be polarized in opinions so for me it's just don't worry about the opinion let's just all work together so that was my ethos of bringing the community but as business women um, we don't have a corporate department anymore. I used to be in HR. I used to run it. When you're on your own, you haven't got a corporate team. You haven't got policy. You need that collective. So that's why I created the club. So basically, I'm sort of the support and HR department for women in business that just cannot afford it. Yeah, that's brilliant. And I think you've got. Uh, are you? Have you got some special offer you were going to offer our listeners today? Yes, yeah, so, so again, I've been running my pilot um, for the last year and a half, and I'm just in the process of updating my annual membership. So I'm going to open the doors, and I'm going to create a cohort that I'm going to take through the whole of 2023, because I can't sugarcoat it, ladies. You cannot fix this problem with a 30-day shake or diet you just can't and i'm not going to ship the coach it you've got to work with me for 12 months um and that's what i'm opening up and i've got everything in place and i'm going to be opening the doors and closing it on the 22nd of january and then you're mine and i'm going to build strong bodies and strong businesses fantastic. that's what i decided fantastic. to do you, you said you've got connections in spain whereabouts Oh, I've got, um, we've got people, I've got people in Mias, I've got Javier. Um, again, I met them through Costa Women, through Ali. Um, oh, yes, I've been able to have clients down there as well, which is amazing. And I've got clients in the US, which you know what, menopause has no language issue. It's all no language barrier. Yeah. Uh, menopause is menopause wherever you are. And it is really the glue that holds us together. And again, both are business women as well, Jackie. So yeah. it's just having that place um, to work together. Sounds very exciting. Sounds really exciting. Um, so I look forward to seeing that. And, and we have to um, we have to get something up on the, in our emails and websites for, uh, just to join all the dots together for you in that sense as well. So that would be good. Thank you for that, and I think, I'm just talking about special offers, I think, um, Ailsa, haven't you got something particularly that you're working on at the moment in terms of promotional things? Oh yeah, well we're actually just putting together at the moment, and I love what um, Adele's doing, because I think, you know, it's, it's so great to be able to have, you know, a platform where you can actually talk through from a business perspective, as well as being a woman, you know, it, 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 happens to us isn't it we want to be in business but we also then have to deal with our emotional and our hormonal effects so i think that's just amazing so what we're doing with menopause collective is uh, we're doing some one day retreats where we're just getting because one of the things i think i don't know whether you have this with yours with your clients but 
I've got a lot of clients who actually do a few of our programs, but they, you know, just the idea of starting is almost like too much. They've almost like got themselves to that brick wall where it's just like, oh, I don't even know where to turn. And so sometimes um, I completely understand that you have got to work a good year on yourself to actually get the, you know, the foundations in place, get your good habits in place, and actually just make them your day-to-day -day norms. Um, but sometimes it's just too much. So what we've done is we're actually going to be doing like a day retreat. Uh, we've got uh, one on February the 25th and one on April the 22nd. Um, and we're going to be breaking it down into just getting people just to come, come along and enjoy a little bit of different things. So it's everything from, um, as you say, about anxiety and things, you know, Wim Hof breathing, uh, we're going to be doing um, uh, pelvic floor recovery, which I know that Adal, you do um, obviously talk about that with, with your clients as well. Uh, we're going to be doing things like a sound bath. We're going to try and get things where I do Pilates. I do I do strength training in Pilates as well. Um, but I do it from a slightly different perspective. Um, but you know what? Strength training is fantastic. Whatever you do, it has got to be. There has got to be that sort of like resistance that you put into your body in order for your muscles to, to get toned or to feed into your skeleton to prevent osteoporosis so we're all coming at this from the same perspective but um, sometimes doing this on a day where you can give a nice rounded feel of something it doesn't feel too overwhelming and you go away feeling calm more connected you are you're with other, other women who are going through the same things that can actually feel really really good and then the other um, one we're going to be doing is a little bit more fitness nutrition um, sleep related and recovery and uh, just trying to make sure that you know again it's like a different type of, of, of a retreat so we've got two different ones going on and it'll appeal to different people and we're just going to see how that how those go but we're going to be doing some black friday offers coming up so if anybody does want to find out about that then just follow at menopause.collective and you'll see in the next couple of days we'll be putting those out for people to uh, to have a look at and hopefully join in with us on those but we're really really excited about them Fantastic. Do you know what, ladies? Do you think we ought to have a day together that we could share oh, with your expertise? Yeah. <laughs> well, all four of us. Yeah, all four of you. All four of you. What about, yeah, what about yeah. doing something in March for a celebration of International Women's Day? Oh, that could be good. Yeah. Let's have a look at some dates. Okay, well, let's, let's have a little off-air natter well you can talk to each other when we have a i'm going to play a piece of music you could talk to each other and then we'll see if we've got anything there um that you're all up for that we can actually do because it's you you're all doing the most amazing things and i can see that that what you're doing works has got to cover all women hasn't it absolutely whatever you're doing with your specialism and your expertise and um, pam's chivying in with her um, extra bits of humour, etc., etc. And we'll find out some more about that in a minute. But I really think we've got to have a day, haven't we? This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get back to you on the final details, but we'll, we've definitely got a plan going. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. So, which one of Pam's is it that you're going to then? No, I'm still organising this for the Poodle Club in Sydenham. Oh, the Sydenham one. Um, a um, my one-woman show that I did in Edinburgh. 
doing a special event for the uh, women's group here um, because I am heading off to Australia on the 11th of February to because I've been invited to do the Adelaide Fringe Festival with this show. Woo-hoo. Come on, ladies, let's have a woo-woo. So, so National Women's Day. Ah, oh, well, you could be. We could beam you in, maybe. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's a ten-hour uh, time difference. Well, you can stay <laughs> up. I know you can do twenty-four-seven. Um, <laughs> last time we spoke about this Sydney event, you didn't have a date. Have you got a date now? No, because I'm, I'm thinking, if everybody thinks this is correct, that between now and Christmas, everyone has so much on with families and work dues and whatever. I thought maybe when it's quiet in January, it might be easier to have a date um, and a bit of a recharge and entertainment in January. Is that all right with everyone? Yeah. 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 Well, well, we don't have to do International Women's Day. I mean, we can do another day if that works for everybody else. And uh, as you say, you, you've got a plan in motion, so... Fabulous, fabulous. Yeah, cool. In my, in my actual, I have a, the one woman show is a theatre piece, a comedy theatre piece about me uh, being a stand-up comedian and working in a care home three days a week um, and dealing with uh, and meeting very, very interesting um, 70, 80, 90, 100-year-olds and what their life entails and how I soon learned that you don't talk to them like their children because they have a life and they smuck behind the bike sheds and all the rest of it and I've learned some amazing, amazing things. Yeah. Um, so, um, I want to talk about my menopause experience because, as I said um, off air much, much earlier, about um, my mum referring to um, getting DVDs on her legs and she meant DVT, deep thrombosis, from taking HRT and warned me not to take it. And I've got to say, for the first couple of years, I didn't realise what the hot flushes were and what was going on, but I thought I was losing my mind. I was having brain fog and being very forgetful and I felt quite stupid um, and felt quite incompetent and uh, didn't know what the hell was happening to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the people I worked with at the time thought I'd lost the plot or thought uh, that I might have been taking some substances and thought she's gone a bit off, off track here. I thought I was having some funny cake. Um, but um, I found that when I realised what it was, um, one of the best advice I had was to drink more water because I drink lots of tea and coffee and, and I thought, well, that's got water in it. So drinking lots of water really, really helped. Uh, when COVID happened and lockdown happened, I couldn't perform anymore. To go from working three days a week in the care home and having no nighttime excitement of going on stage and getting those laughs and getting that adrenaline rush my, I got quite depressed and quite down uh, and then I started seeing things in the papers and on the television things about this open water swimming or cold water swimming or Wim Hof and all of that yeah. and I'm a very good swimmer as I used to be a surfer girl in Australia 
But I live in East London, so my nearest bit of seaside is Southend on Sea, which for me is an hour and ten minutes drive. And I found via Facebook uh, a wonderful young woman called Jo Good who uh, does an introduction to cold water swimming. So I went to meet this young lady and, and sit on the pebbles, lovely sharp pebbles at South End on Sea on your butt, <laughs> and um, do this introduction to cold water swimming. Uh, so we did the talk, and then we have to control our breathing, like Wim Hof says, and walk into the water. And you do not stop. You keep walking, and you keep walking. Well, let me tell you, when it gets to your nether regions, <laughs> oh, I gave some choice words. He said, keep walking, Pamela, keep walking. And, I was, and then I got to my life jacket vest here, my, my airbags, and that was very cold. And you stay in water temperature was four degrees. Oh my gosh. Oh and, and after four minutes, you exit the water slowly and steadily because you're on pebbles on your bare feet. And then you get dry as quickly as possible into your poncho, into your warm tracky bottoms and clothes and everything, shoes and socks. And then you have your flask of coffee and then you have a donut or something sweet. That's the only place where you do exercise and you get to eat a donut afterwards. <laughs> and then within a couple of hours, I get the adrenaline rush, just like I've done a set at the comedy store and I'm like... I'm like rocky on top of the steps and I'm going, I love this, I love this. And I started going sort of once a fortnight for this swim and I've met what I call my tribe, my tribe of menopausal women at South End on Sea, between 20 and 30 of us, all wearing ridiculous beanie hats and these crazy poncho things called dry robes. And we go in there in the water, and men walking on the promenade there look at us like we're all mad. When we walk in the water and we get to the nether regions, we all scream and swear at the same time. <laughs> they are my tribe, and I love them. And we make jokes about being menopausal and how that little group of us, cluster of us, going into the sea at South End, we're like an element in a kettle. We're warming the sea up in that little area because we're flushing <laughs> and having the hot touches. But I've been a great time that I've met there. And when I have had annual leave and gone on holidays down to Cornwall, Devon, put in Facebook, Cold Water Swimming Club, that's Western Supermare. And I send a message, what time do you go on Thursday? They say, join us at 12 noon near the pier. And I've met clusters of similar tribe all around the country. And so oh, jolly good. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, look, my, my answer to the energy crisis is get half a dozen menopausal women in a room together and we'll yeah. all be all nice and warm. But I didn't realise, I saw so many of your pictures, Pam, on Facebook. I didn't realise that was what was go actually going on because I just thought, wow, what, how strong you must be to go into that icy water. Because even, well, even well, on a sunny day, that it's in the winter in Australia, I wouldn't go in the water, and the water was 17 degrees there. <laughs> she says, here you are in England. She says, I think you've lost the plot, dear. She can't believe it. <laughs> And do you feel better as well? I mean, how oh, mentally and... Look, oh, look, look, look. Yeah, people at home can't see. I'm 61. Look at this. Yeah. No work done, love. Yeah. No work done. Absolutely gorgeous. The freezing cold water goes... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, you're doing great. 
And if anything that really helps you sort of like, oh, it does. It really does. It helps my mental health. It really, yeah. really helps my mental health. And also, I've had trouble with one knee with bursitis, you know, housemaid's knee, because yeah. at work I'm often on my knees talking to somebody. And um, if I have any knee problem, I go in the sea, bosh, um, yeah. you know. But I've become acclimatised now. I can actually stay in like 20 minutes, half an hour now. Wow. Um, but you have to know the signs and also you never go swimming alone ever 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 mm. and we go swimming within an hour of either side of high tide because it's south end on sea and that's the tidal from the Thames you see so you can get sucked out so um, we have a we have a, a, a tidal book we have a whatsapp group and we go right who's going sunday we go yeah meet you there seven, uh, 11 o'clock on sunday in front of beach hut number 286 boom 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 and we have a plan and we all go down there, but how great to be able to get out the water and have a coffee out of a flask and some cakes. People have been homemade cakes or whatever, and it's, oh, it's it great. I've found a tribe, and that's where I want to retire to in 10 years' time. Yeah. That's my tribe. That, that, that sounds amazing, mm. Pam. It really does. And I have to tell you, the very best donuts are from Sponge Kitchen in Beckenham, and there's one in Downham as well. I've done a survey on this. Sponge <laughs> Kitchen in Beckenham. Yeah up near the Chinese garage they do the most amazing donuts but of course you can't eat too many of them at least I can't anyway <laughs> oh. well I can if I scream yeah, they, they would disagree with me <laughs> but um, I'd have to bring a protein but South End on Sea they have they make them hot in front of you on, in the, on, the, on, the, on the kiosk oh, on the, the front don't they yeah. yes yeah 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 oh, so oh right so uh, so are my um, hot stuff ladies all going to be bombing down to or bombing up to South End for this swim with Pam? Well, I'll tell you where I want to go that I haven't been yet. It's um, near Margate called the Walpole Bay uh, Tidal Pool. Oh. Yes. Yes. Mm. Where's I that? want to go there. That's one of my bucket list things to do is go to the Walpole Bay Tidal Swimming Pool. Apparently it's a Victorian... It was made it is, yeah. for therapeutic reasons, isn't that right? Yeah, that's just down in where I am in Kent, so yeah, it is. Right, where are you, Adele? Is it? Um, uh, well, I'm up in um, Register, so it's down on the Kent coast, so yeah, you'd have to drive past me to get down to Right. <laughs> we've, got, we've got a group that meets in Birchington, is it near there, Adele? Or? It's near Birchington. Yes, it is, yes, it is in Birchington, yeah, it's yeah, very the close. The, the, the David Bowie B&B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it is, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Well, that's another day, isn't it? That Tick. One. Got that one sorted. Mm. <laughs> when, when are you looking to do that anyway, Pam? Have you got any advice oh, in mind? Oh, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, darling. Give me, I've got a plan ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, because you're going to Australia, whether you were thinking of doing it before that or when you come back. Oh, yes, before, yes, most certainly, yeah. Cool, cool. Okay, all right. Well, ladies, you've covered an incredible amount today, so thank you so much for that. But I also want to come back to you about schools because we've spoken about schools before. How are your inroads into schools, talking to the girls about per periods, etc., etc.? Has anybody had any further luck with any of that? Oh, I think it's, are you talking about me on that one? Um, I can't remember specifically, but I know one of you did. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think I think it was me. Because uh, I've never uh, played it called Talking Period, so that's my, my passion at the moment, is to um, enable younger administrators with the information. Um, and what I'm actually doing, I'm, I'm glad you asked actually, is I'm creating um, a project for parents, or parents, carers and mentors, to actually learn about how to have that conversation, not necessarily the first conversation, but perhaps the second, third and fourth conversation about menstrual health, because um, we're not actually teaching the children correctly at school anyway. There's lots of flaws in the actual, you know, BBC Bite Size, for example, are not actually teaching our children the correct information. Mm. So I'm, I'm aiming to, that's started, I've actually just uh, got a special download for parents on the Talking Peds uh, website, and I'm planning on doing a little um, masterclass in, in January for parents, carers, mentors, teachers, anybody who works with young menstruators who wants to be able to help them understand menstrual health at the beginning of the journey, um, so that once they get to perimenopause, they'll actually know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> now, it might take 20 years for that to actually transpire, but um, yeah, so for parents in particular, um, to be able to explain to them. So, the, it's all there on my website, talkingperiods.co.uk, or touch base with me, and I can send you the link to the download that I've created, which is like a starter kit for talking periods. For, for parents, carers, and mentors, and um, then hopefully watch this space, and, and there'll be more unfolding in that direction. One of my aims would be to rewrite the biology textbooks that the children are studying at because at the moment they are about very, like really not that good. <laughs> fantastic. fantastic. Now, um, in a minute, I will ask all of you to just remind us how people can get in touch with you. Pam, are you going to see us out today with a little bit of a sketch? I don't mean right this second, but have you got anything for us lined up? Yep. So, yep. Dupes, what do you want? Ten minutes? Oh, no, seven, five, seven. Okay, cool. <laughs> all right. Um, thank you, Adele, Fiona, uh, Pam afterwards, and Ailsa, so much for joining me again today. I think our next get-together is likely to be in the new year anyway on, on the radio show because everybody's really, really busy, and um, we'll have that catch-up. So um, a reminder that I'm here every Monday, 2 to 4. Following on from me is Ozzy Osman, and he will lead us into his program for two hours with um, Indie Rock. So please remember that 12.30 coming up on Wednesday has got Jenny Hallam with Vision Boards and then we've got our meeting with some superfood as well as Super Company. Do check out the website and make sure that you've got all the materials that you actually need to bring along with you. You'll be cutting up magazines like Mad for um, your Vision Boards, etc. Make sure that you've got something to stick them on with. Uh, and as I say, that's followed by our meeting afterwards with Peggy McSweeney. Then on the 22nd of November we're launching in East Dulwich so do have a look on the website at that make sure that you get in with the early bird because the early bird all, all our pennies do count and the early birds do help and then the other date for you to absolutely essential and ladies on um, my menopausal ladies gang whatever well, we're gonna have to find a collective name for you um, is the 6th of December and that's in London I'm sure you can all manage to get in there so hold on to those dates there um, now I'm going to we're going to have a bit of a drum roll and go over to Pam and then if there's time we'll go into some music before the adverts at four o'clock and then Aussie Old Bros. Well, are we ready for this drum roll with Pam? Yes. Yeah. Away you 
<laughs> Hello everyone, my name is Pam Ford. Have you caught my cute colonial accent? I was born, I was born in Birmingham in the Midlands. No way. I won! My mum and dad were ten pound pounds. Now some people don't know what that means. Some people of a certain vintage don't know what that means. I can see one of you there very confused. Um, but what it was, my mum and dad ran a pub on the outskirts of Birmingham, and one day one of the regulars came in and said uh, to my dad, Tom, I'm thinking about emigrating to Australia. And dad said, you haven't even been to Bournemouth. What makes you think you're going to go to Australia? He said, they're doing this thing where they pay you £10 and you get a free either plane trip or ship to go to Australia. So they went to the Birmingham Town Hall to see these videos, videos, films. Right, and um, they showed pictures of Ayers Rock and kangaroos and bungalows and sunshine and all of this. And it, their actual official name was called Assisted Passage, but the Aussies like to call us Ten Pound Poms. But I think Assisted Passage sounds like a gay lubricant, to be honest with you. So I don't like it. <laughs> And that's me trying to keep it clean. I can't. You're naughty. Well, I was nine years old when we went to Australia, <laughs> and I had a broad Brummie accent, obviously, and we started off in Melbourne, Australia. And I had to go to school in Melbourne, Australia, with a Brummie accent. Yeah, okay. Now, how do you think that went there? <laughs> I can honestly share with you that a Brummie accent is not popular in Melbourne, Australia. It's not popular in Birmingham anymore, is it? No. <laughs> you find somebody in Brummie with a Brummie accent. It's other than Ozzy Osbourne, and he's not even in Birmingham anymore. <laughs> but um, I came home with this accent after about three weeks, and Mum said, God, Pamela, what happened to you? And I said, Mum, it's called survival. Because <laughs> you have to fit in to where you're at, don't you? You have to blend in and fit in to where you're at. And haven't I bedded in well here in England, in East London? I've been here 30 years! And I sound like I just got off the Qantas flight, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. But um, I've got two kids. Anyone of you got girls here got kids? You got children? Yes. yes. How, many, how many of you got girls? Three, two, two one. Two! Right. And a grandson. Yeah, but you love the grandkids more than your kids, don't you? Because yeah. I do. I do, to be honest with you. I've got one fantastic kid and one kid that I can't stand, but we won't. If I say that I'm going to be, I'm going to be. No, 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 no. No, we don't want any family No, 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 no. Um, so I've been working for the last um, seven years in a residential care home. I've met some amazing people, and I've met a lovely man in the care home. I mean, we have two or three fellas that used to be black cab drivers. You know what I mean? Where before they had sat maps and that and they did the actual knowledge and they did it properly. And I've got Charlie and Charlie is lovely. He's got severe dementia and he's got what I call countdown teeth. You've got three on the top and one on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and he, um, I, what's a question you always ask a black cab driver? You ask them, who's the most famous person you've had in your cab? So I said this, and his wife was sitting next to him, Daisy, who comes and visits twice a month, um, well, every day, to catch us two different buses, and I said, Charlie, who's the most famous person you've had in your cab? And he quickly answered me, Shaken Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> so 
<laughs> great. Shaken Stevens. Anyone listening who doesn't know who Shaken Stevens is, he's uh, like the little version of Aldi. Oh, no, the Aldi Velvets. <laughs> You've been on the test. Double denim and dyed black hair. That's who he is, right? <laughs> well, Daisy's looking at me like he's an alien. I said, what's up with you? Have you heard this a million times? And she said, Charlie, tell her about the lady. And he went, oh, oh, yeah, Princess Diana. <laughs> and he chose Shaken Stevens over Princess Diana. <laughs> that was his favourite person he picked up, so what can I say? <laughs> not a lot. I don't know how long I've done, Jackie. You've, you've, you've got about a minute and a half. No, actually. Okay. Well, I've been scared to my time anyway, so carry on. <laughs> Uh, I don't think Jackie was going to play the song. The song I asked for was Hot Stuff. Cause we're we did that at the beginning. Like, oh, sorry, darling. I, I, I wasn't tuned in then, love. I'm sorry. I was making the tea. Yeah. But the reason I chose Hot Stuff Donna Summer was I used to be a pub landlady in Kent, in Knockholt, which is in between Seven Oaks and Biggin Hill. If I want to be posh, I say Seven Oaks. If I don't want to be posh, I say Biggin Hill. Addington Groydon. <laughs> And my first time on stage was comparing a charity event at the local village hall. And I'd never, ever, ever been on stage before. It was December 1998. And I had some of my local fellows do the routine from... Oh, I forgot my name of it. The full Monty. And so hot stuff was the routine they did, like you see in the um, film. Yeah. And that was my first time on stage. And the women in the audience said, oh, you're wasted at the pub, you are. And the boy who did the sound and light went to Bromley College and said to one of his tutors, oh, we've got this Aussie uh, landlady at the pub and she's mad as a box of frogs. <laughs> and he gave him a phone number for a comedy writing course at Beckenham at the studio, oh, yeah. which I started going to in the February of 1999, and I've never looked back and I became a comedian. So things were meant to cross your path for a reason, weren't they? Absolutely. And that's how I got into stand-up. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so where's your next gig, Pam? Pam? Yeah. When did you make, <laughs> when and where? Thank you. Oh, I think you deserve a good clap for that. Ready? Yay. Thank you very much. Oh, Thank the you very much. Thank you very much. When and where is your next gig? Oh, well, this weekend I've got three gigs in Aberdeen if you want to pop up. Oh, right. Maybe not. Three in, in Aberdeen. Um, I can't see here what my next ones is. Uh, no, but I'm going to definitely sort out that Hoover Club in Sydney for you. Yes, please. And I will sort out a swim down at Walpole Bay. We could even meet the lady at the, the David Bowie B&B. Absolutely. And, uh, I can yeah. do a little routine for you at her place. Yeah, no, no, that would be fab. Because then, as you've said, you can have a shower with David Bowie. And for those, wow. those, those of you that don't know... I'm sorry, but I prefer a bit of meat on, on, on my man, not a skinny mini like the, the great white duke. There's no pleasing <laughs> some people, is there? <laughs> <laughs> I may be old, but I'm still fussy. Yeah, no, you're not old. Come on, don't get, let's get a grip. Right, now then, thank you so much for that, Pam. And I want no to worries. thank all my guests today for 
um, your contribution to helping we women and everybody really because obviously if you're having an off day if we're having an off day it's going to impact on everybody around us isn't it so we need to to work together and I'm so grateful for you being here with Ailsa Hetchley um, Fiona Catchpole Adele Martin and also Pam Ford for joining me today and I look forward to you all coming again not only coming together for Pam but also in the new year we'll be doing something together in that respect so thank you all so much very quickly just um, starting off with Ailsa Adele um, and then Fiona and then Pam just remind us how people can get in touch with you Please. So um, for, for, for me, Ailsa, it's menopause.collective on Instagram and Facebook and on our website at menopausecollective.com. Excellent. Thank you. And um, Adele, please. Yeah, best find me on Instagram, which is menopause.strength.coach is the best way. Excellent. And then, um, oh, I'm losing the plot myself here now. Pam, Pam how do people find you? Me? Oh, hello, Pam Ford Comedian, or the Pam Ford on Twitter, or Pam Ford Comedian on Instagram. Excellent. Thank you all so much. And, of course, if you all forget and you didn't have your pens and papers handy, slap wrists, etc., but get in touch with me if you need to get hold of any of these ladies and anybody else who's been my guest on the radio show. So I'm going to go into a little bit of music now, which I hope will take us up. Don't forget Fiona. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry Fiona. Thank you, Pam. <laughs> How could I forget Fiona? Oh, my goodness. So I should get into serious trouble now. So I will be here next Monday. Enjoy your week. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget Bromley on Wednesday. And then also check out the website, all the W's, 1230.co.uk. And why do people say I've been Jackie Groundsell? You're still, I'm still Jackie Groundsell. That's a bit bonkers, that, isn't it? So I am Jackie Groundsell. Thank you all for listening. And don't forget to stay tuned in to Ozzy Osmond. This is the 1230 TWC Business Beat Radio with Jackie Groundsell on Love to Beat Radio.